Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So what was it like coaching the Panthers in the 90s at the old Miami Arena? And he said it was in a bad end of town. And the police told him, when you come to a red light around the arena, don't stop. Keep rolling through because they'll come and steal your car. And he was driving an 86 Toyota Corolla. So he said he came up to a red light and he didn't stop. He rolled through the red intersection and some local yelled at him, don't worry, we wouldn't steal that piece of garbage. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to a football Friday here on your favorite daytime sports talk show. It's the RP Show coming at you live from beautiful South Florida. As you can see, we're on the Game Plus television network live across Canada and 31 U.S. states. We're on the radio in Atlanta, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. And listen, I'm just going to tell you right now, right off the jump, Coming up on the program today, right away, Rod Black, the iconic broadcaster, first ever voice of the Raptors. Jim Barker in segment two, five-time Great Cup champion, our football analyst, and Jim Clubber-Lang in hour two, the author of many best-selling leather-bound books. And very quickly here in the warm-up, we're going to get to the NFL divisional playoffs, some CFL news, the NHL tonight, and let's bring in Rod Black because this might be the NHL. Last night, the Leafs came back to beat the Flames 4-3. Blackie, welcome to the program. I'm just going to jump right into it because I know you like to talk. That's what broadcasters do. We open the show with what's the big story? What's the big story? If you walk into the coffee shop on Coffee Row, what are they talking about? What's in your vortex of the big story today? Well, I think there's a lot of big stories, but I think, you know, where you call it Football Friday, I think everybody's uh, clearly excited about the weekend. I, I think that's an, an enormous story. I'm down in the so-called center of the universe in Canada, in Toronto, and, I, you know, it's it, 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 the Raptors took the Leafs this week off the front pages because of the deal that they made. And, of course, as everybody knows, Pascal Siakam no longer a Raptor. In fact, if you look at the team picture, Rod, from 2019 in the NBA championship, I'm actually I'm in a room that's not far away from Bay Street where they had that enormous parade that, oh, that, that parade just ended, by the way. That, that parade just ended. It was a long parade. Uh, <laughs> but I will tell you that uh, the biggest thing that everybody seemingly talked about this week was the Raptors and what they're doing here in Toronto but obviously they were also talking about the the stumbling Leafs of late and they finally righted the ship last night but I, I still think it's all about football this week and I, I I don't know about you but you know there was there were a lot of blowouts in last week's games I have a feeling we're not going to see that now I think we've got the cream of the crop here I think I think you could have four absolutely outstanding close football games this weekend well, listen, we don't have you for a long time, but we do have you for a good time. You talk about whatever you want. The betting lines, the spreads are a lot narrower this week, which tells me the bet betting companies are expecting closer games. So there you go. But if you don't mind, there's no wrong answer to that big story question. Cause, and, and, and it annoys me that I don't get any NBA stuff across my phone now because now with AI, it just pops up what I'm searching for. It's all NHL stuff. And, you know, well, well, um, well, I'd like uh, to get that. That, that, yeah. that and um, 
Viagra. That's all. I got to get a lot of that, am I? And I'm telling you, I am very popular right now with all of these Russian women. I have never been more, I don't <laughs> I know bet. they're all, that's, it, it, like, again, AI on your phones, the algorithms, how they work, it, it's a little insane. But I, I, I'm sure you're the same. You talk about big stories is, you know, that you, your notifications and the notifications this week were, you know, again, I think baseball also, you know, the fact that, you know, that, you know, there's a, there are still some players out there that nobody seems to want to grab right now. It looks like Shohei Otani, by the way. You know, everybody's saying, oh, this is going to open up baseball. Like, look at all the money they're going to give everybody. Well, Rod, like, they, they shut it down, and it's almost like collusion now. Like, I think in the next week you're going to see a lot of baseball players move. But I think also, I think the biggest picture really in sports, maybe for me right now, is watching the Edmonton Oilers play hockey. I really... You know, I, we saw how bad, I think the last time I was on your show, we were talking about how bad they were. And, you know, the fact that they were making coaching changes. And Paul Coffey came, and now everybody's going, man, 12 in a row. So, you know, it's the, the beauty of sports. This is what I love about it, and I, this is why you do it. And that's why you're the all-world rod. What did you say? How many, how many states are you in now? How many states? 31. Are you like, you are like, 30. like just, thir- just 31. Let's get, you to, let's get you to 50, man. <laughs> we're going to get you there. But that's why the beauty yeah, well. of sports is that there's always something going on. And, that's, and there's always something, by the way, great, good, the bad, and the ugly, and sometimes even nefarious. But um, I love it because, and that's why you love it, is that there's such great stories every single day. Well, thank God today we're not talking about anything nefarious, but we're just past noon. So there's a lot of nefarious things that could happen. But our poll question is what will be the best playoff game in the NFL this weekend, divisional playoff games. And the poll, as everybody knows, brought to you by Key Auto Group. At Key Auto Group, we're driven by safety, experience, peace of mind with our comprehensive multi-point inspections. Visit keyautogroup.ca for automotive excellence. So I'm not asking what will be the closest game or any of that, but the, the options are these. Houston at Baltimore, Green Bay at San Francisco. Those are Saturday games. And Sunday, Tampa Bay at Detroit and Kansas City at Buffalo. What's going to be the best game? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to actually get down. I'm going to go down to Buffalo and see the, that game. I just think it's going to be another epic showdown. Ooh. I have a feeling, though, that that Detroit-Tampa game could be also very epic. I just There's something about it, about those two teams. Uh, don't sleep on Tampa, by the way, and you're down there. You're down in Florida. You know that. Uh, I love the Baker-Mayfield story. I love that story. Uh, and and quite obviously, we've, we've watched Jared Goff, you know, resurrect what you know resurrect the resurrect the detroit lions i mean the lions are the lion kings there i it's fascinating and that's that game's indoors which is was you know you look at all the other games that are going to be played for the most part um weather was a, such a huge factor last weekend i mean kansas city playing i don't know what the weather forecast is for buffalo this week but i do know that to me that's the most exciting game i think the closest game will be the lions and tampa bay i do think that Baltimore, in my mind, is still the prohibitive favorite to get to the Super Bowl. I really do. I, I think if there's going to be a game that, that, that won't be as close or that's not going to be an upset, I think Baltimore, Baltimore over Houston for sure. I suck at picks, and I, our viewers know, don't take know, my betting dude. advice. I told you to take the Cincinnati Bengals winning the Super Bowl. You saw what happened there. So maybe go against right. me. I'm, I'm like the Charles Barkley. Just bet whatever I say. Go against my Rod's odds. Go the other way. Yeah, well, my, and that's the thing is, 
don't take my advice. I can't separate my heart from my head. And I'm really interested in the Tampa Bay-Detroit game. You talk about Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. He goes to the Lightning game the other night, and the Lightning take a picture of him in the crowd. He's there with a buddy and his wife. He's just the kind of guy that could roll in. Most people could walk by, right by him and not even know who he was because he's not very big. And now the Lions have taken to trash-talking him. I don't know if you've been following the coverage at all, calling him out and saying they'd be even better with a good quarterback. And I'm like, you guys don't get it. Don't trash-talk do Baker Mayfield. Cause, no, don't do that right? to Baker Mayfield. Do not do that to Baker Mayfield. Do not do that to Baker Mayfield. You've seen what this guy has done in the past. You know, he's, he's such a unique player i mean if you look at him even as a quarterback on the field he's kind of got a, he's kind of paunchy you know if i could say that he's you know he's that does it he looks like he looks like a catcher in baseball the guy can pitch though man can he throw he's a he can run uh i love i love the story and again you're like you think hey rod think about this not long ago everybody's saying oh tom brady's gone when he left the patriots they go oh, there go the patriots when tom brady left the buccaneers oh there go the bucks the Baker Mayfield story to me is one of the most compelling stories in all of sports. And if he can continue, again, don't sleep on this team. They're very electric. Uh, if he can get there, I, I, the path to the Super Bowl, I mean, I, I do think San Francisco is going to beat Green Bay. But don't, again, could, look at all the young quarterbacks. How about this one? You look at all of the different permutations. How about a C.J. Stroud, Jordan Love Super Bowl? If somebody said that to you, at the beginning of the year, you go, oh, yeah, right. All right, what are you smoking? Give me another gummy. No. That could happen. It's football. <laughs> it could happen. It's the craziest we would, freaking sport sometimes. We would definitely be submitting you for a drug test, which, by the way, <laughs> I can bring you on without talking about our, our beloved CFL. Matt Dunnigan going into the season predicted a Montreal-Winnipeg Grey Cup, and I almost submit on this show, and I almost submitted him for a drug test. And dag nabbit, if he wasn't right, Dunnigan. I mean, I haven't talked to you since the way it ended. Uh, okay. he, obviously, we love the guy. Uh, is the CFL in your vortex portal at all right now? Um, you know, again, I think you, you, this is the time where you really concentrate on the National Football League, but I love watching the NFL for all the CFL players who play because, like, like, once it's in your blood, you can never get rid of it. Rod, you know what it's like. Yeah. Um, you, you know, even when you're not doing the games, I miss doing the games. I miss my partners. I still watch. I still think it was, again, when we look back at 2023 and the stories of the year, the Montreal Alouettes had to be, you know, a story of the year. And the unpredictability of, of the league last year. I mean, Winnipeg is, you know, I, I still think was, you know, truly, they talk about dynasties, and I know you have to win all the time, but, man, they just keep rolling, and they keep signing more guys, you know, and they'll probably be back there next year. But Montreal kind of reminds me of a couple, few of these teams that are still, still lingering in the NFL playoffs. Anything can and will happen and much to the chagrin of because guess what we live in a betting world now rod we live in a betting world where everybody bets on everything and uh, so i i it's i, I know i i'm one of my sons uh, unfortunately is uh he's, he's not the baseball player by the way one of my younger sons he loves to get on the, the gaming sites and i just tell him dude stop betting football in December, first of all. Never bet football around Christmas. Never
Oh, you guys, let me know when he comes back. He's in the middle of a great story there. Let me know when it stabilizes at MLSC World Headquarters. I was enjoying this story. I, I, obviously, I wouldn't tell anybody. I would not tell anybody not to bet because Bet Regal is our daddy. He was just saying to his kid, don't bet uh, in December. I was loving it. And I'm not done with Rod Black yet. I hope that he refreshes or does whatever he has to do. I'm clearly not the tech guy here. We got him back. Okay, you said don't bet in December. We lost you. Pick it up there, please. Hope you can hear me. I'm frozen. Gone. Oh, I'm frozen. Here we go. Uh, don't bet in December. Don't bet at Christmas. And, you know, probably don't bet in the football playoffs. It's hard, man. Ah, I see. That's why you're saying it, because you're going to lose hey, your man. money. I get it. But we've... Yeah, what's happening? We can hear you. We can't see you. And there's a joke in there somewhere. But what does he have to do, guys? Does he have to hit refresh on his screen or something like that? We're very much enjoying the Rod Black interview. Can you hear us, Rod? They're saying hit refresh, please. Ah, there's just one more thing that I want to talk to Rod Black about before we let him go. And we still have plenty of time left in this segment. So I can't, don't want to go to a commercial just yet. Let me know when we got him back, guys, please, and thank you. I'm digging up the uh, Baker Mayfield story in the Detroit Lions trash-talking him. Okay, we got him. So here's the thing. You said you're going to Buffalo this weekend, so you'll be there with Taylor Swift and 90,000 other people, Rod Black. Um, what does it say? I include you and I in the same generation. I'm insulted. That's the same name. The top story of the year in the, the, the top story in the year in the NFL's voted as being Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, not Tom Brady retiring on February 1st after seven Super Bowls. That just tells you where we are as a society in my mind. It's disrespectful. Oh, that, dude, stick my finger down my throat. Like, come on, enough. I mean, so what? I mean, if they're worried about that, I, I, li I like, I, I will tell you one thing. I, if we we uh, underestimate the power of... Uh, social media and superstars i will tell you that taylor swift is dragging a lot of young fans to games to watch but i'm i'm kind of tired of it yeah, like you know i like i love i think she's so talented i'm a taylor swift fan uh, but you know when you're talking about taylor swift more than you're talking about the retirement of jason kelsey it's like you know i mean come on come on like uh, I, it, like if if uh, Travis's brother's gonna maybe date uh, Rihanna, then maybe that's that could be a good story too. But I'm I'm so over all of that. And you know, hey, yeah, listen, well, mm -hmm. Taylor Swift shows up mm -hmm. in Buffalo this weekend. Oh my goodness, Rod, have you ever gone to a game in Buffalo? No, I haven't actually. Oh, okay. So how it works is that first of all, they just scream and yell and they're drunk the whole time. It's kind of kind of my peeps. <laughs> they jump on tables. <laughs> they jump on tables. And here's the thing. And they, the vitriol is like going to a game in Philadelphia, any sports event. But the, they stand. You stand. So last week, I know they were talking about the snow. It didn't matter. Nobody sits down at a Bills game. You stand. And again, I think the weather will be uh, a factor. But the fact that Kansas City played in crappy weather last week, that's going to help them. So I, you just want a clear track. You want to get a good game. You want to have fun in Buffalo, and you want, you know, I, again, I, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll diss Taylor Swift. That she comes up on that scoreboard, you, oh, boy. It's like when Drake goes out of town when we were doing Raptor games. Everybody loves Drake. When they put Drake on the scoreboard, 
in the visiting towns, man, they boo his ass off. So she'll get booed in Buffalo is what you're saying. You'd be disappointed if she didn't. Oh, yeah. I mean, you should in sports, man. Now, the thing is, would they go outside and they buy tickets to her next concert? For sure. But she's, she's on yeah, enemy lines. It's not man. personal. She's with the Kansas City Chiefs now. She's wearing 87 jersey. So how many of those it. jerseys? Wearing brought, red. How many of those 87 jerseys do you think they've sold? And how many 87 jerseys do you think they've sold to young girls who are suddenly watching football? I find that that's fascinating. Oh, thousands, if not millions. But I'll tell you the interesting thing. I've joined the same gym where Travis Kelsey ch uh, trains in the wintertime here in Boca Raton. And everybody's all excited that not only he's going to be here, but maybe Taylor Swift will come for a sweat you got, you got this winter, pipes. too. You got that's... bigger pipes than Travis Kelsey. Not put together, I don't. Okay, Rod, <laughs> enjoy the Raptors coverage, and uh, thanks for thanks for pinch hitting with us today. Hey, anytime, guys. Have a great football weekend. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, Baltimore Ravens. That's 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 my pick this Thanks, year. Thanks, pal. So don't bet. Them. He's saying take See it ya. to the bank. <laughs> yeah, don't don't take it to the bank. That's what I say. Rod Black checking in from MLSE World Headquarters. JB in next. It's a football Friday. We're live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Need a champion for your charity event? An all-star for your seminar? How about an Olympian to give a winning keynote speech? EMJ Marketing is the place to go. EMJ Marketing is one of Canada's top speaker bureaus with some of Canada's most recognizable athletes and entertainers on their roster. EMJ also represents a wide range of impactful keynote speakers and MCs. So whether you need to fill a spot on stage or someone to arrange the entire event, do it with one stop, EMJ Marketing. Take the first step to success for your next event. Visit emjmarketing.com. 
Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It sure is. Thank you, Rick Regan. And I just want to remind you that Canada's men's curlers, the top ones, are in the thick of the season. Their eyes firmly entrenched on a trip to Regina in May, or sorry, March for the 2024 Montana's Briar. Presented by AGI and single draw tickets are on sale now. Ranging in price from $24 to $70, depending on the draw and seat selection. But youth tickets are all just $9.99, no matter what draw it is. Curling Canada is committed to providing affordable options so the entire family can enjoy this world-class event. And just like the Scotties, the tickets are flying. So get your tickets now before the weekend is out at curling.ca slash tickets. We're talking football, though, on a football Friday. Let's bring in Jim Barker. And there's a lot to get to. Hey, Coach, if you don't mind me calling, if I may call you Coach. Um, if you can take a stab at the poll question today, what'll be the best NFL divisional playoff game this weekend? What do you think it'll be? Kansas City, Buffalo, not even a, not even close. You got, I mean, back in back in my day, you had Dan Marino and Jim Kelly going at it every year, and you had Peyton Manning and Tom Brady going at it. Now it's Mahomes and and, and Josh Allen, and how can there be a better matchup than that? I mean, it's it's hasn't gone well for Buffalo the last couple of years, but. They're going to be at home this time. Of course, they've got a lot of guys injured on defense, and that that bothers me for them going against Mahomes, who's got a pretty much healthy offense. But that, to me, is the is the the prime game. How big are you on home field in the playoffs? Because you've been through the wars, and when Buffalo came out with their win over the Steelers on the weekend, I heard their people, their media, and their fans saying, "Now we finally got the Chiefs in our place. This is what it'll take to be the difference." Are you a believer in that? I do, I am. I do think that it helps you playing at home. It helps being able to have the crowd loud when you need it loud, not having to spend practice time on silent counts and all those kinds of things. I do think it is a, a, an advantage, and especially when you're talking about places like Kansas City and Buffalo, I think it's a, a big advantage. Now, Kansas City played in weather that's going to be very similar to probably what they're going to get um, on Sunday, although it'll probably be warmer Sunday than because there's said there's a possibility of even rain. So it, it'll at least uh, warm up a bit. But um, that to me is just it's a it's a classic. It's uh, it to me. It's it's the old Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills and and Dan Marino uh, against uh, Jim Kelly. That's that's what it reminds me of when I was younger watching watching these was these these great Peyton Manning going against Tom Brady. You know, it just they're they're, they're classics. Uh, we expect it Lamar, to be classic. You do have the Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, probably MVP against the future MVP CJ Stroud. Both the same kind of players, both very interesting and and. Uh, Houston, I was just shocked at how they dismantled Cleveland's defense. Just shocked at it, and uh, uh, you know that could that could make for an interesting ball game, also. Yeah, and I think was it two pick sixes by Joe Flacco on the Brown side, but that's the thing. That, a wonderful segue into the other games: Texans at Ravens, Baltimore favored by nine and a half. And what I'm hearing a lot here, Jim, I'm not sure if you follow the American media, is pressure, pressure. They're saying who's got more pressure. You know, on these quarterbacks in these big games, you mentioned, you know, is it is more on Mahomes, more on Allen? There's none on the Texans or C.J. Stroud. Like, mm. expectations, um, how big a deal is that this time of year? 
Uh, it's obviously it's it's tougher for Lamar Jackson. He's one and three in the playoffs. He, you know, it hasn't been his his deal. He's trying to establish himself as the top guy, and he'll, he, I think he'll win the MVP this year. But uh, again, I think this is a big ball game for him, and he knows it. And uh, you know, but again, C.J. Stroud, he's just out there playing playing free and it's just say you know with uh jordan love although brock purdy is kind of in the same they're both young guys and jordan love has just played better than i thought he could play i mean i didn't watching him early i just didn't think he was going to be that guy and he's turned out to be that guy i mean he's making some fantastic throws and uh, under pressure and i just don't think that defense is good enough and in order to you know, to hold up against, uh, you know, the, the tough 49er team. Mr. Irrelevant is not irrelevant anymore. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Green Bay and San Francisco, I think I read this today, that they have met in the playoffs more than any other two teams in NFL history. I don't think that would surprise anybody. And here it is again, LaFleur versus Shanahan, but two different quarterbacks in Purdy versus Love. Major upset by Green Bay last weekend. I don't think you see one this weekend, do you, by the pack? No, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I think San Francisco's too good. Their defensive front seven is so is so good. I don't think Aaron Jones can have the same kind of game uh, that he had last week. Uh, again, you, you never know. Um, but I, I just I don't see that happening. I just see San Francisco going out and doing what they do. And... Uh, you know, setting up a game against, you know, who's it going to be? Detroit, that Detroit-St. Louis game, or uh, Ram game, St. Louis Rams, and L.A. game last week turned out to be as great as I thought it would be. That was a, that was a great football game. Uh, I, I, think, I think Detroit's an interesting, interesting game again this week. So it's, it's uh, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield coming in. You got two former number one draft picks that maybe haven't lived up to the number one billing playing quarterback for each team and uh you know tampa bay they're going blitz at probably 75 percent of the time against jared golf it's so again there's so many great storylines on these playoff games oh uh, yeah i'm dying to ask you about the cowboys and i'll get to them but Jeff the Stamps fan says, how come we never hear NFL fans complaining about weather or talking about moving the season up like CFL fans do? You want to take a swing at that? Uh, well, the NFL has a lot more indoor stadiums. I, that, that, that's one thing. We, our only indoor stadium is in Vancouver. Uh, I think that because of the hockey run that we have up here, um for fans to start when we start basically it's football and baseball at at that time and i think that's a you know again we're not the nfl it's this is three down football it's different and to be able to be done prior to uh the really bad weather hitting i mean you, you get you get gray cups in the in the snow obviously but for the most part we're getting done then uh it, it's it's one of those things when you look at where they play the Super Bowls, they're always indoors. They don't play them. When they played in Minnesota, a great thing, they were indoors. So they don't ever play in the elements in these big ball games. Um, I mean, they have obviously in the playoffs like Buffalo and Kansas City, 
but um, for the most part, they the the big the Super Bowl game never going to be played outdoors. So I think there's a difference there. And uh, again, I think more of it has to do with hockey and us being in the CFL, being able to be through a lot of our season before hockey starts, and then once hockey starts and and that kind of thing, you know, we taper down when we play our games and. So I'm just guessing. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's a good question. Yeah. But. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. It's, Canadians like to complain, specifically CFL fans. But I like to complain about the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm a Cowboys fan. And I was, I was a little surprised Wednesday night when I was sitting at a hockey game here in Miami and heard that the Cowboys were bringing back Mike McCarthy. I'm a little shocked. Were you surprised? Yeah, I, I was real surprised. I I was. I thought. I mean, to me, Bill Belichick makes sense, or it looks like he's probably going to go to Atlanta now. Um, but uh, I, I just I figured there was no way that he was going to – I mean, that was a team not prepared to play. And how you can go into, your, into that kind of game with that kind of stuff on the line and play – I thought McCarthy called a brutal game. He just was – it was like he was just scared to death. I thought he called the game like he was scared to death. and. Uh, you know, you can't you can't do that. And and again, will they ever get by the playoff? I mean, that's some that's next year if the same thing kind of thing happens. What what's gonna I don't know. I just I just the Cowboys until they do it, I've said it all. I just again, I thought they would win that game easily. I really did. I just thought Green Bay's defense, there's no way they can shut down and uh, you know, I mean to have happen what happened was I was I was surprised. But you mentioned the pressure is. on Lamar. Well, yeah, well, you mentioned the pressure on Lamar. What do you think felled Dak in that game, succumbing to pressure, or is he just not that good? Because I think he's just not that good. Not worth that, $59 that very million well a year, could anyways. Be. That, that, very, mm-hmm. that very well could be. It's, uh, again, he's, he's, is he good enough to get you close and not good enough to get you over the hump? That could be. Because uh, he played terrible, but I I didn't think McCarthy helped him. I really didn't. I thought that was that was bad. You know, I want to talk about a couple of CFL things too. Um, yeah, there's an interesting thing going to happen that has never happened before. Uh, Quantez Stiggers, who was our Rookie of the Year in the CFL this year, was 21 years old, not old enough to play in the NFL yet. Um, this year is like his third year out of high school. So he's eligible now to go to the NFL. Well, for the first time in history, he's going to play in the East-West Shrine game. No CFL player has ever played in that game. Next Saturday, he's or ne- next week, he's going to play in that game, uh, which is interesting because they always they have stickers they put on their helmets and they exchange stickers with other teams and put different stickers on their helmets. There's going to be Argo stickers, CFL stickers all over the field in the East-West Shrine game. So it, I think it's going to be, that's going to be fascinating. Very possible the Senior Bowl is going to bring him. They're still contemplating it, um, having a CFL Rookie of the Year playing in the Senior Bowl, possibly, against the top seniors in the country. And the East-West is the next right below the, the, uh, the Senior Bowl. And then uh, there's very good possibility he's going to go to the Combine, the NFL Combine. Um, so this guy is getting treated like a college senior, and I think a lot of that has to do with the NIL down there now. Everything has changed. And you wonder, 
oh. whether players down there who might struggle will say, why not go up and make seventy-five or 80,000 Canadian and go ahead and play for a couple years and then go down there. Now, are there a lot of Qantas diggers that are good enough to play as rookies up here? That, that, that's, a, that's something to be questioned, but there are some down there. So I think it's going to be fascinating to watch. Um, there have been a couple guys drafted. Jerron Bolden was drafted in the fourth round back from Cal Murphy. And we had it with the Argos, we had Jermaine Haley drafted in the seventh round, but they never went through any of this, no combine, no all-star games, no anything. They got drafted from what they did uh, during their season. So I think it's an interesting thing fan, my fans might want to tune in to watch. How will the CFL Rookie of the Year, this isn't just a guy who played in the C, this was the Rookie of the Year in the league going to play in the East-West Shrine game against the top college seniors. I think it's a fascinating watch. And then the other yeah, thing I want to talk about was, Drew, was Ottawa and Drew Brown and them seeing what they wanted. I mean, I remember um, Edmonton did this with Mike Riley. They went out and made a trade for him prior to free agency so they could get him signed, know what it was going to cost him and what they were going to have left, and be able to help with selling um you know with selling free agents so i thought that was a really interesting move as soon as they did that they also signed dominique rhymes the big uh receiver from bc who gives them a true x receiver which is you know the single covered receiver that guy who can go up and get it uh, uh, jalen acklin is more of an inside slot the motion helps him he's very good catching the ball over the middle and those kinds of things now you put him in the slot with Dominique Rimes out there and having to single cover a guy like Rimes. Ottawa's making some interesting moves. And to me, one of the other ones that kind of flew under the radar, Braylon Addison resigned. Now he's had two years of being injured. Very, you know, and maybe he's done because the kind of injuries he had for the position he plays, a lot of times spells doom. If he could play, he was the key. I was in Hamilton with Tommy Condell in 2019 when we had that great team that went 15 and three. And the key to that, what made that offense go was Braylon Addison playing R, being able to bring him into the backfield and do things like that. Again, is he gonna be able to come back the way he was? If he is, this team's gonna be interesting, this, this Ottawa team. Now, will Drew Brown be, will he be like Mike Riley? Or will he be like Nick Arbuckle, James Franklin, and the other backups that have gone when they get their opportunity? It's a lot different being a starting quarterback. I said that a lot with Dane Evans. So it was an interesting week in, in the CFL also. Would you mind, can you sit through three minutes of a break and come back for a few more Absolutely. football questions? Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Jim. Jim Barker, presented by EMJ Marketing. We'll be right back on a Football Friday. We are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Are you struggling in life, perhaps feeling hopeless? or even battling an addiction that's taking your life down the drain. It's time you made the decision to stop the struggle and contact Peterson Recovery. Hi, Rod Peterson here, and I've been a licensed recovery coach since 2017, helping athletes, entertainers, and soldiers get their lives back and go on to lead a happy life. 
Now I'd like to help you. Mental health is real, and sometimes all it takes is some guidance from someone who's been there. Follow Peterson Recovery on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and DM me or email petersonrecovery at aol.com. It's never too late. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. All right, just a reminder before we jump back in with more of Jim Barker on a football Friday. Telemiracle 50-50 is another way to support Telemiracle and also have the chance to win half the jackpot. It's truly a win-win for Saskatchewan residents, so get your tickets now at Telemiracle5050.com. It's Saskatchewan's charity. They've come to us to help promote it. Can you please help us out by helping them? Telemiracle5050.com. All right, uh, JB, if I may, let's bring him in, Coach. There are viewer questions, but mine is simply this. On the trade to acquire Drew Brown, how should Jeremiah Masoli feel, the incumbent veteran there in Ottawa, with this? Well, my my bet is is that he's not going to be ready when they start, and he knew that. Um, I, I, again, how does he feel? He feels like he's going in in a different role. He's hoping that he can be a guy that they keep around and almost like a coach. Uh, you know, obviously he's he uh, I, he's not going to be the guy. It's going to be Drew Brown. They're not going to be uh, competition. Uh, you know, it's more. I mean, Crum now will have somebody who he can work with. Again, the question comes down to so many backup quarterbacks come with where they do great when they're at the place they're at where they're a backup. Um, and again, it's kind of like Dane Evans. Dane Evans played eight games in Hamilton as a starter when Jeremiah got hurt. Then when he was the guy and it was all on his shoulders, everything changed. And, and the, the pressure to, of that, of knowing you've got a whole organization on your shoulders, it's a different thing. And how Drew Brown will react, nobody knows. I know that Zach Caleros thinks he's fantastic player. I know he talked to Tommy Condell about him, thought he was uh, just a, a great player. Um, but again, nobody, Zach Caleros doesn't know. Zach, when he left us in Toronto as a backup and they and went to Hamilton and won one of what I thought was the guttiest moves ever, um, when Kent Austin basically got rid of Henry Burris for a very unknown Zach. Now, Zach had played six or seven games and done well, but um, there was, there's still a lot of questions. This guy's only played, he had two starts last year, I think. So there's a, there's a big question mark there. So for Jeremiah, I think he realizes he's in another part of his career. I'm sure that they've been very honest with him about how they, how they hope this year goes for him. Uh, where he can come along, come in, help tutor him, help help get him to grow in the system because he he'll understand the system very well, having been with Tommy uh, before. And then if something was to happen to Drew Brown, now you've got an experienced guy that's there that's been listening and been in every meeting. Maybe he's not practicing because he hasn't passed it. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate you bringing up Ken Austin, by the way. And <clears throat> it should be written in a book somewhere that, yes, he did say goodbye to Henry Burris for an unproven Zach Caleros. And I'm sure Ken's smiling about that and wondering why he doesn't get credit for that. But that's just the way football is. And Kent uh, did write a foreword for my best-selling book, Green Magic on the Rough Riders. I love me some Ken Austin. And he's in the news this week at Auburn, as you know. Yeah, Kevin, the medium, uh, is watching... 
Yeah, is watching an Airdrie and wants to know your thoughts on the Arlen Bruce, the fourth story. If you haven't heard, the CFL has voided his contract signed in December. Arlen Bruce, the fourth, Arlen Bruce's son. Uh, we don't know why. Assuming it's because of the gambling violations in the NCAA where he never finished his collegiate career. Do you have a thought on that? The mainstream has not picked it up, mainstream media, but I reported it yesterday. Right. And it's true. Yeah. You know what? I don't know enough about it, Rod. Was he going to be a Canadian? Was he going to, had he lived long enough in Canada to be a Canadian? Uh, I, I don't think I it don't, even I matters now. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. If he's, if he's suspended for everything, then that's, that's, I just don't know enough about it. I'm not, I can't comment on something that if I know about it, I'm happy to put it out there. Yeah, but I don't know. We don't know why, but I talked. I talked to Jones yesterday, and it's in, it's true. Uh, he, the the contract has been voided, and I think it's unfortunate. We don't know the reasons why. I think the biggest news in the CFL this week, aside from the Drew Brown, uh, Drew Brown trade, was Surezna. Jake Ceresna, the yep. two-time most outstanding defensive player for Edmonton, traded to Toronto for receiver Curly Gittens, and I wonder. Who was behind that? If Macbeth got in Chris Jones' ear and said, we need that guy, go get him, or what it is. Jake didn't seem too happy to be leaving Edmonton from what I could see. Right, and Jake was a key part of that team. I think he was the, he was, I think he's going to be hard, harder for them to replace maybe than they know. Um, it was a really interesting trade, and I was just talking so fast to try to get my, my 10 minutes in, so I, I, that's why I didn't bring up the Ceresna Gittins trade, because that's another it's another great thing that happened this week. And uh, I, I do believe that McLeod wants to be surrounded by some people that he has a comfort level with. Uh, I think Curley is, he's a very high price guy, very deserving. He's a high, you know, he was two years ago, he was the best Canadian receiver in the league. He makes big plays. Uh, I think that Toronto felt very comfortable uh, with the development of Tommy Neal and they, you know, um, they've got four receivers. They still have Dijon Brissett. They're trying to sign. I think they see Brissett more as a true Z receiver. Um, and Curley would play in the slot uh, and come back there. But I don't feel like they feel like they need that um, from a ratio standpoint. The Ceresna trade for and for Toronto, why they need him? Because they have Hendricks and Oakman. They can take a pick at because Ceresna makes. I think 220, he's well, one of the highest paid in the league defensive linemen. And they already have Flo Arimolade, who redid his deal, but came down to about that 220, 225 range, I believe. I, I have not seen anything, but I believe that. Um, and so Ceresna kind of says, okay, Hendricks or Oakman's not going to be back. Now, either they already know they're going, that they're going somewhere else, uh, Again, Corey Mace is involved. They, maybe he, maybe they think they're going somewhere else. I don't know. But it was interesting from that standpoint in that I see Ceresna more as an interior player, and he played more on the edge with Jones because Jones played a lot of three-man front. As an interior guy, he's a, with Hendricks and Oakman, and they have uh, Brink, Jared Brinkman, three really good ones in Toronto. And why that deal would help them a lot unless they know they're going to lose Hendricks or Brinkman. I mean, uh, Hendricks or uh, Oakman.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.